Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Here's the article that I wanted to read to you from yesterday. I gave you the details. It was pretty hilarious, but I like, I think this was conservative treehouse. I like how they presented it. Very clear. After months of promoting, this is about the uh, Brian Kilmeade from Fox News going to the Florida diner, a Florida diner in DeSantis land to try and get rid of the, to try and promote the DeSantis over Trump narrative. And, and lay to rest this idea that people still support Trump. So after months of promoting, and we'll get to conservative mind stuff, I just wanted to read this. By the way, good morning. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. And also, uh, I'm not going to be in all of next week. So I'll be traveling again to a pastor's conference, a shepherd's conference, that's right, out in L.A., John MacArthur's church. It's an epic conference. So I won't be here, but I will be back the following week, Lord willing, and maybe uh, another trip out of state is going to cause me to do some more philosophizing again. We'll see when I get back what we end up talking about. But I don't think uh, the Cambodia trip two weeks ago is ever going to leave my mind and uh, will permanently be um, guiding and coloring and influencing my thinking on these things, because it was just such a a stark reality over there and a really incredible and eye-opening experience. But anyway, back to this article. It says this, after months of promoting Ron DeSantis to become the 2024 GOP nominee, which includes the efforts of Rupert Murdoch, he's the one who runs Fox News, and his family, and as I've mentioned, footnote, the uh, powerful she-women in the Murdoch family, I think they've married in, who are helping to run to that organization who hate Donald Trump. Okay, uh, after months of promoting Ron DeSantis, which includes the efforts of Rupert Murdoch and family via a multi-million dollar HarperCollins book deal for the Florida governor. These are all the things Fox News is doing to promote Ron. Lengthy, friendly interviews with DeSantis on every program, talking about on Fox News, a full-feature infomercial running on Fox News to present him to the national audience, attendance by key program pundits at DeSantis donor events and campaign organization meetings. See, all this stuff, guys, conservative mind, I'm sorry, it should give you pause on Ron DeSantis and make you a little concerned why he's so nicey-nicey by Fox News and so heavily promoted by Fox News, which has a lot of never Trumper rhino establishments in it. Like we've said, Paul Ryan on the board. We talked about that this week. Attendance by key program pundits at DeSantis donor events and campaign organization meetings, weeks of specific messaging coordinated with board member Paul Ryan. There it is. And the consulting efforts of Carl Rove with the DeSantis operation. After all of that, they are just not able to move the needle. Now, let me pause for a second. Conservative mind says, what? Consulting efforts of Carl Rove. Listen, with the DeSantis operation, if Carl Rove is anywhere near Ron DeSantis, you better believe me. 
run and run fast. Because that is probably the worst sign for the DeSantis campaign, if Karl Rove is anywhere near it. He is the um, bald, I'm saying that so you recognize, I'm not saying derogatory, the bald, conser- uh, not conservative, rhino establishment guy who's always on Fox News during the elections with the dry race board. It's like his shtick. He worked with George Bush on compassionate conservatism, and he was held forward as like the 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 uh, the great missing link that connects the Republicans to the independents. And all he does is push establishment Republicans. He is listen the worst, the worst. So if Karl Rove is anywhere near Ron DeSantis, that is a death knell. Death knell to the DeSantis campaign. I don't know why he'd be with him. And that is a sure sign, a litmus test to show you that there's way more establishment stuff going on in the DeSantis campaign than we're aware of if Karl Rove is near it. Uh, this is a, that's a wild claim from this article. But anyway, I don't know. But that's what this article is saying. I move on. They are just not able to move the needle, meaning move the needle away from Trump. Here it is. With the DeSantis book launch officially taking place fr- uh, today, this was a couple of days ago, uh, f- so a DeSantis book launch. Fox News Corps sent Brian Kilmeade to Florida to assist the DeSantis operation. Producers used the entire Fox and Friends morning programming to support the intent and Ron DeSantis's quote, big day. However, now here's what's ironic and funny. When Brian Kilmeade broadcasts live from the Metro Diner in Ponta Vedra Beach, Florida, to promote the DeSantis narrative, the diners at the venue did not go along with the anticipated narrative. What's that mean? What follows in the live broadcast, so this is live, they couldn't control it, becomes a hilarious exhibition in how media-driven astroturf propaganda runs directly into the reality of the situation. That's what I've been saying, that the media, even the uh, so-called Republican media, Fox News, is going to push a narrative that Trump's not popular, and it runs smack into reality like a brick wall. And the reality is MAGA is alive and well and bigger, Trump support bigger, listen, bigger than ever. Because as I've said numerous times, nothing's changed since 2020. Nothing's changed. All that happened since the election was stolen, which we were all mad about, Nothing leading up to 2020 caused Trump to lose his supporters. He was more popular than ever. Won by the highest margins ever in a presidential election in 2020. The only thing that changed was January 6th, which we all know was a lie and made all of us even more mad. So, so nothing. Trump, why would he have lost any of the support? What happened to cause him to lose his support? It, he hasn't. It's been a groundswell of more support. So anyway, the media comes smack into a brick wall. And here's what it is. Media-driven astroturf propaganda runs directly into the reality of the situation. It really is quite funny to see the escalating desperation of Mr. Kilmeade, because he keeps running from person to person, as he asks whether the audience supports Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis for the 2024 GOP nomination and cannot find anyone who puts DeSantis first. I watched it. It's hilarious. Every Trump, 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 everyone. This is in Florida where they all told us that, oh, that's where DeSantis is most popular in Florida. Can't. Trump after Trump after Trump on a Fox News show. Even the lady wearing the DeSantis t-shirt supports Trump. This article says supports Trump first, supports them equally. She said Trump or DeSantis, but she, 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 she loves Trump. She's great with Trump, however she says it. So even the lady with the DeSantis shirt still supports Trump. 
Uh, the article finishes up. Rupert Murdoch has a sad day. Paul Ryan has a sad day. And Karl Rove has a sad day. That's right. So look, this is just instructional to prove my point that you can't believe the media hype. President Donald Trump, by the way, made a vow last Sunday. There's an ongoing effort to steal the presidential election, and he's promising to prevent overwhelming corruption in 2024. I, I love it. Hey, if there's anybody with a track record of doing the impossible, after 40 years of Republicans since Reagan, and, and other than Reagan, all of them letting us down, Trump doing the impossible, things that he did in just four years of administration, overturning Roe v. Wade. I mean, folks, I got to say, if there's anybody can can reverse the election fraud, I'd say Donald J. Trump. Well, now, before I get blamed again for being just a Trump mouthpiece, I want you to think conservatively. Let's wrap up a little bit of these thoughts in the conservative mind. I said yesterday that the conservative mind uh, bears no skepticism toward bedrock first principles. Did I say that? Let me repeat that. It bears no skepticism toward bedrock first principles. I've been mentioning to you how in all of these academic sources that we're reading, there is this suggestion that uh, even from so-called conservatives, faux-servatives, faux uh, there's a suggestion that Western civilization as we know it and first principles, like I've repetitively said, ma the market, capitalism, property rights, individualism, covenant representative government, self-government, self democracy. Uh, the, the, it's being suggested that these things are one among many, morally equivalent with other systems, a subject to scrutiny under the Bible, ought to be criticized, and a conservative mind bears no skepticism toward bedrock first principles. And I would ground that in the scriptures. Obviously, I've been doing that for days. But also, I want to mention something very important to our legacy, our heritage, the tapestry of America. Do we forget, in answer to all of these scholars, so-called, who say that uh, we need to criticize our system as much as we criticize Marxism, no system's better. My retort that ours is grounded in a, a, a biblical, ours is, ours is a biblical construction. It's grounded in biblical principles and thinking. Um, a, an important part of our heritage, do we forget? So there's obviously pri primaries, the biblical grounding, but also our identification as Americans, our national grounding. Do we forget these remarks that we hold these truths to be what? Self-evident. That Right there, that's my point. The self-evident proposition of absolute truth claims regarding man, civilization, morality, politics, how to constitute a society according to the biblical model with covenant government and an open and free market that preserves life and property. This is part and parcel with who we are as Americans. This idea of that I've been talking about, about perspectivism, and no one can ascertain truth because everybody's biased and prejudiced by their own worldview and context and experience, so no one can see it. And your version of truth and your version of, of society and civilization is no better than somebody else's. And um, we can't, 
whitewash the gospel and cover it up with Western sieve. We have to take all that away. Um, everybody's biased by their own context. All of that runs completely contrary and against some of the founding bedrock principles of our society articulated in the Declaration of Independence, which says quite the opposite, that we hold these truths to be self-evident, regardless of someone's context or bias, whatever they say, there's an external truth, an objective truth outside of the subject, me or you. There's an objective truth out there, and it can be ascertained. It can be apprehended. And what are those truths that we hold to be self-evident? That all men are created equal that they have been endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are the right to life, liberty, and property. That was the philosophical thinking behind Jefferson's words, and he changed that word to the pursuit of happiness. Among these rights are the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And then he goes on to say that governments are instituted among men to preserve these rights and this order. So away with this idea that we can assault our bedrock principles and su suggest that these biblical principles are subject to the scrutiny of man. They are not. They are self-evident propositions. And so, and let me give you another example. I was at a pastor meeting a while ago. It doesn't matter where and with whom and when. It was a meeting of many local pastors, and one of them got up to give the devotional that morning, and he stood up, and his whole devotional was that we should never own guns as Christians, and we should never use force, and never have a prerogative for self-defense. Even if somebody comes in and invades your house, you can't fight back. Let him do what he wishes um, to your family, because, you know, better for them to go to glory anyway. And that is only, the use of force is reserved only to the law enforcement, the cops. In other words, governments. You have to call the cops. You know, besides the fact that my jaw dropped and I was very discouraged, this is what I'm talking about. Second Amendment, right to firearms. Forget firearms, the concept, the biblical concept of self-defense. This guy just tossed it. That's not a conservative mind. And he's very respectable, very locally well-known, faithful and good ministry. You know, nothing questionable about the guy, but this is his thinking. That's not the conservative mind, and it is very concerning to me. And furthermore, uh, there, was, there was pushback. There was, to give credit to everybody there. I think everybody was being respect, uh, respectful because it was an older man, so he didn't want to, you know, uh, uh, deal with an older man harshly. But no one really repudiated him for this unbiblical teaching that I think in front of many, many pastors warranted public repudiation. It should have been pushed back and answered with equal clarity and force. But this is going on in our churches, where men in pulpits not only can't articulate biblical doctrines like self-defense and how these bedrock principles, first principles, are grounded in Scripture, but they're actively working against them. Does this make sense? This is a concern. This is why I say, I talk to people, you say you're conservative, I say I'm conservative, conservative pastors, conservative Christians, going to the same church, going to different churches, but we're all thinking the same way, and then we have a conversation, you're like, yeah, right, Second Amendment, right, bedrock principles, self-evident principles, right, grounded in scripture, right, uh, written into our, the fabric of our society in our organic founding documents, right, and the other person goes, oh no, I don't think so, I don't agree with any of that. Wow, disconnect, let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. The conservative mind must be unrelenting in holding to bedrock first principles. 
as I said, forged from the scriptures and then built into the fabric and the foundation of our system. See you when we're back from LA. Have a great week.